two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, apparently we've got a new theme song we're going to introduce each week. I've never heard of it, but LeVar is very hot on it, so we will get to that conversation. Aaron Rodgers made an appearance on the Pat McAfee Show. A lot of people were waiting for a decision. Brady Quinn with intimate knowledge as to why that decision never came. We're also going to talk about the latest on Brian Flores. Somebody appears to be a liar. We've got another edition of In Case You Missed It. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the great Petros Papadakis stops by. All of it on a Wednesday is yours next here. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Bet your ass. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Base Nugget. Base Nugget. Base Nugget. Yeah. Yeah. Base Nugget. Chicken it is. Chicken it is. Base Nugget. Very good. That's a new instrument. Yeah. You've done it again. I thought you ran through every body parts. Now we're moving to food. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. The exit place. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Never mind. The oh. nucleus. Uh, all right. So we're going to take you all the way up <laughs> until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of affiliates. And it is a Wednesday here. So we will, uh, you know, formally known as Hump Day. Uh, but uh, we have closed the uh, the door on that, presumably, for the uh, foreseeable future. You know, I was thinking to myself. Wouldn't the Nacho Libre intro song be the greatest intro music to a show ever? I was watching it yesterday. I was like, man, this it makes me laugh. It makes me smile. It makes me happy. Racist. Makes yep. me- Thank you. I was trying. <laughs> oh, there you go. I mean, what, and then what there's is that. the Nacho Libre have you, have you song? Ne- do, I, you have, do you have Netflix? I, I do. Have, I, do you is watch this the it? movie or the yes, series? Yes, the, the movie. I don't think there is a, a series. It's just a movie. I, I, I never know. I figure there's a series have, for everything. Have you nowadays. watched the movie? I, I have. It's been a while, though. You don't even have to watch it. Just turn it on and listen to the first part of the movie. Okay. Where it goes, I am, I am. I am, I am. I've never seen it. Oh, you got to watch yeah. it. That's just, not surprising. Just for that part. I'm you glad can turn it I am. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Berto, you with me. With that, movie, junk, hey, with that junk make you laugh, I'm telling you, it just made me feel really good, man. So then, uh, so is that the new, because you ran the uh, Friday night is good for football. Look for alive. So, so is that going to be the Wednesday We might have to do yeah, that for so Wednesday, that, so, uh, honestly. The Nacho Libre hump day theme. I'm right, telling you, it's good. so dope. Um, all right, so <laughs> so uh, depending on uh, what day it is, uh, I'm not familiar if it's uh, Wednesday or Sunday or Friday when the uh, 12 day cleanse started for uh, Aaron Rodgers. But uh, we mm. did get uh, we did get Aaron Rodgers sound uh, from yesterday. He was on the Pat McAfee show. We what is he about cleansing? It. Well, I mean, you know, some people assume that uh, because of the Instagram post uh, from Aaron Rodgers on Monday night, that okay, is he going to give an announcement or is there going to be a decision made on Tuesday? He's going to be on the Pat Pat McAfee show. Brian Gutenkunz is going to be meeting uh, with the media later on today. And so the thought was, all right, he's got to give us something. He's got to give us something. So Rogers appeared with Pat McAfee yesterday and uh, he explained what was behind the cryptic Instagram post and also whether or not he was ready to make his decision. Let me just put this disclaimer out right away for the, the, uh, the few people watching that are tuning 
Just for a specific uh, maybe news or decision, there will be no news today. No decision on, on my future. Unless you've gone through certain experiences um, and had frustration and, and, and been near the bottom and then get near the top and understand the uh, the beauty in life, and then you might say things about that. That's a cryptic message. I mean, there's nothing cryptic about gratitude. So when I come out, my first thought is, just intense gratitude for the people in my life. And that's not every person in my life that I mentioned, and, and there's other people to, to highlight in the credit, but that was just where I was at. I was going through some old pictures from the last year and felt an intense amount of gratitude uh, for the life that I have and for the lessons that I've learned and the growth that's happened over the last year and the people who've been a part of that uh, that journey. So there it is, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. I mean, it uh, makes all the sense in the world to me. Unfortunately, though, it's Aaron Rodgers, so people weren't happy uh, and feel like he's a, a, a quote-unquote oh, yeah. attention whore uh, and just wants uh, all the eyes on him and the conversation Can't about call him. call somebody so, attention whore that everybody's paying attention to. It's just... That's the, a great point. The coverage of this is I mean, just beyond. <laughs> like, everyone gets mad at him for them having... Oh, we, he didn't make his decision, and we all tuned in for it. It's like, dude... You tuned in for it. It's You're the, the one who expected. Thing. Again, it, I keep going back. I, I will say this over and over and over again until there's a point in which our country realizes this. We lose all accountability and responsibility for the decisions that we make. So, for example, if you were one of those people who was frustrated that Aaron Rodgers didn't make a decision yesterday, that's on you. That's not <laughs> on only Aaron Rodgers because <laughs> he's clearly living his life. Like, he's out there talking about some 12-day fast. I'm not even going to try to talk about whatever the, the <laughs> yoga or whatever the name of it is. I know this, okay? From what I researched, those bowels have to be so loose, Ooh. okay? A lot of ghee, Ooh. I believe, is a part of that whole fast. And he is just looping up the insides Ugh. to make sure everything, all right, every toxin Ugh. is just released from his body. I mean, it, it sounds amazing. He's feeling if, good. If he could do it. It's yeah. like a Ziploc bag with a hole in the bottom. You Ugh. know, you're just trying to, like, hey, oh boy, got to be careful here. You know, you're taking home a goldfish and you're like, oh my God, the water's leaking. Oh, yeah, we got to be careful the fish here. Where'd go? What's yeah. gone? I'm just saying, man, you leak everywhere. I, I'm just say, here's, here's a much faster version of the 12 day fast, okay? You go ahead and you load up a gigantic burrito at Chipotle. And before you go to wrap that puppy up in the tin foil, you dump all of that red hot sauce you can on it. Okay? Ugh, that, good. I promise you, in the next 24 hours will clear you <laughs> that's good. out. Yeah. I mean, okay? If it doesn't burn a hole in your belly, man. Well, that too. I mean, the, the the type of acid reflux that I felt, <laughs> not that I got when when having that experience, <laughs> that I felt just now from my mental rolodex of eating hot, spicy sauce on my burritos, baby, um, was pretty bad. Hey, man. Yeah. Listen, uh, you know, for Birdo Sometimes and they I, get so big normal. they do look like little babies. Yeah. You know? oh It'll God. make your nose really saying, runny too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good though. Yeah. That'll clear you out too. Um, yeah. The, the uh, so it is funny though when we talk about just joking the people that are upset with Aaron Rodgers. Like, is this all because you've got <laughs> members of the media who are now trying to realize that oh my God, there's no football to recap. So what are we going to talk about? And they're pissed. Yeah. Is this is this all just misdirected anger? They're pissed off at Aaron Rodgers because he didn't make a decision, and they're actually going to have to do some research for the show. Is that well, all this is? I want to go back to my initial question. Like, have you guys ever fasted? Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay. There is like a period of, I don't want to say enlightenment, or maybe it's more of like a natural high where 
when you keep your body from just having any sort of nutrients and stuff for a period of time and fast and all that, it does make you wake up a little bit different. And, and that's the thing different. is, yeah, yeah, you feel you feel great. Yeah. You feel like you're very clear in mind and thought and all that. I, I I do I do believe like when I was listening to what he what he was saying and talking about and saying like gratitude is not something that it's controversial in any way. It's really not. If you took yesterday and you somehow are twisting either what he said or what he posted and everything else, I just I, I kind of sit there and go, come on. Aaron's smart and he's calculated, but he also just wants to put out stuff too where it's genuine. Like he he doesn't need to always be putting something out with a reason behind it. There could just be some genuine like, hey, I just came out of this fast. I feel very grateful for a lot of people in my life and I want to post it because it wasn't just about football. It was about Shailene Woodley, which, by the way, it sounded like they're talking or yeah. together or something. I mean, there's somebody in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I, 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 I will say. The cleaning lady? What's happening? Uh, no, it might have been the cleaning lady. I mean, hey, don't know. get me started. Triple X cleaning lady. <laughs> what? You know how to. Yeah. You know how to <laughs> I am. I am. You know how to rev an engine. I now. am. I am. <laughs> Dios mio. I'm glad I am. Yeah. <laughs> Dios mio. I love um, getting it on. So, so <laughs> I, I did take it as a genuine response. And, and, and listen, it's, it's funny because. Guys are still playing, but they're kind of still our age. And and you start to think about they go through a lot of life experiences along this road, along this journey. And when you retire, you you have epiphanies, you have enlightenment, at least you hope that that guys do. And you do find yourself in humble states of minds, uh, having having strong epiphanies and, and declarations. But nobody gives an F. Nobody cares because you don't play anymore, right? So right. it doesn't play out in front of the camera. And different things that you will say and you will do that's based off of your reactions and your responses to the things that you're going through in your life, nobody cares. But you care and you start to put those things out there into the universe because it's just something that you feel good about. So I was honestly, I was vibing with what he had to say. But then there's another part of me that says, well, you know what? He has, I mean, he has told people he's thinking about other things. There are other things that are on his mind. And maybe, you know, the thing about him that that is intriguing is he does put you in a place where is it a riddle? Is it cryptic? Is it just face value? What is it? What is it that I'm getting right now? And you can I, honestly, you can take everything that he says at face value, and and really and and be okay with that. It, I think people fall into the trap of not taking him at face value, which adds the added drama or the added aspects of trying to figure things out. I mean, again, he hasn't said anything. We'll hear from from Green Bay today, and what they have to say. They probably won't say anything. And again, I'll continue to stay on the theme of if I'm the Green Bay Packers, you got to put your your flag in the sand. You got to put it in the ground and you got to say, this is what we're doing. This is the direction we're going in. This is what we've put in front of Aaron. Everybody knows what the scenario and the situation is. 
and we just want to make sure we're moving forward so that we can handle all of the other business that's associated with the Green Bay Packers. I think at this point, and everything that is connected to the history of this organization as it applies to big-time first ballot Hall of Famers, I think that that would be the best response to this, the best approach to this that Green Bay could take. And then now you can take away any of the aspects of what is Aaron Rodgers doing. Because right now, Aaron Rodgers is dicta- Aaron Rodgers has been dictating since last summer. He's been dictating since last summer. So to me, if if you wanna if you wanna know the truth about everything, you'll know the truth by what Green Bay does. Not so much what Aaron Rodgers does, because Aaron is going to do what what his opportunities provide him. You gotta go where the opportunities are given, right? And right now his employer is the Green Bay Packers. And I think we gotta keep that in, in mind. Is as much as he can say and as much as he may want to do, he's still an employee. And I think that that's something that has to be considered in all of this. Well, I mean, whatever yeah, it is. but they're also doing things on his behalf. I mean, I think there's going to be some thought to how they handle Devonte Adams. Yeah, it works for them, and it's for their long-term plans. But as we've talked about, it still keeps Aaron Rodgers in the back of their mind. I mean, they hired Tom Clemens because he's a good coach, but that's what Aaron Rodgers wants. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's really what he wants. Tom Clements has coached a long time. He's made a lot of money. I don't know that he needs to necessarily come back and do this unless he's doing it for the guy that you know he helped win a Super Bowl with. He's helped win MVPs with. Mm-hmm. So a lot of their decisions, as much as we want to act like, well, Green Bay is going to do what they're going to do, they're largely based around Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't know when, that he, they're he, going to. That's but you're saying you're making my point. We're saying the same thing. I don't I think you're a hundred percent spot on with what you're saying. My whole thing is if that's what you're doing, then for the sake of your organization and the sake of what you have going on, say it. We brought Clemens back because we want uh we want to get Aaron Rodgers back. We 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 did this because the we're problem, hoping the Well here's here's the problem with the first two parts. You can't say that about a coach because then it belittles the coach. Right. If we're Someone, only maybe. bringing like, like you could make that for a lot of reasons. And, and we, we've heard this with the, the whole, you know, hiring minorities. It, there, there's some people who feel like if you hire a minority pure because they're a minority, doesn't it belittle what they are then as a coach? Hmm. It's no different here where if you bring a coach in purely because a player is saying that's the guy I want. Well, OK, but what are you saying? The coach isn't worth it. You're just doing it for the player. It's, it's no different than Denver hiring Nathaniel Hackett. The thought was that, well, this gives us a better chance of getting Aaron Rodgers. Okay, but what if you don't get him? You better have a good head coach of the Denver Broncos then. Like, it better be a guy you're excited about. Otherwise, well, what are you doing then? Mm-hmm. So I, I do think the first part, it like works hand in hand, right? And, and they can't say that publicly because, you know, you're hiring a guy who, and by the way, he's got a good resume. It's not like that's part of it. And even the second part, if Devonta Adams is the next key cog to all of this, this organization doesn't want to let arguably the best wide receiver walk out the door. So he's going to get franchise tag at a minimum. That'll extend the window to negotiate. And then they'll get him under a long-term deal, and whether that's to play with Aaron Rodgers or, or Jordan Love. The next step to me, which would be the most revealing, is Randall Cobb. Because I thought he was, for what he was able to provide last year, compensated more than what he brought. I think most people would agree with that. He's an older veteran wide receiver that, depending on what he ends up signing and if he signs back, because I don't believe he's playing special teams, 
you know, you look at it and you go, okay, like th- that's really one where you're like, yeah, you're pretty much just doing that all because he wants him on the team. He's friends with them or he trusts them. So when he is in the game, he knows he can go to him and how he's going to react. Right. Like that's one of those signings where it goes, oh, okay. That was, that was pretty much about Aaron Rodgers. It was last year. It would be this year if it happened. So I, I don't know. I just, I, I know this Rodgers wasn't going to make a decision yesterday and make an announcement because A.J. Hawk wasn't on the show as well. He's stuck on some cruise ship, too, right now in the Caribbean <laughs> that he goes on every year. He wasn't there to be a part of it. I knew he wasn't going to make any sort of announcement. I could have told you that because he's stuck somewhere on a cruise ship like he always is this time of year for some Buckeye cruise. Now, look, it raises a lot of funds for uh, the James, which is a cancer hospital there in Columbus, Ohio. I'm all for that. But they seem to have a story every single year of being stuck on a cruise ship. And it gives me anxiety and it gives me nightmares thinking about being stuck on a gigantic portalette or portajon floating you, in the sea. I'm telling you, man, cruises, cruises, bang for your buck. One of the best vacations you can do is I a cruise. It. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's because you you're there. sitting on a gigantic porta potty just oh, floating around and, in the and, ocean. Hey, and let me tell you something. Great food, by yeah, the way. Yeah, you yeah. take that cruise yeah, to Ensenada. Take it to Ensenada, Mexico. Dios.me, Alberto. Oh, Dios. No public you, inco- intoxication yeah. bills there. No chance. Uh, All right. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right. So coming up next, somebody in the NFL might be a giant liar. We'll tell you who it is right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up in, uh, we'll call it about 20 minutes from now, um, you talk about uh, a delayed. I want to say screw job. We'll call it a screw job in the world of sports gambling. Uh, there's a lot of people, maybe even yourself, who might have uh, a vested interest in this. We will get to that story 20 are you, minutes Are you from talking now. about every time you get betting advice? Uh, well, listen, I don't think we need to make personal oh, attacks on oh, this I'm show. So, I'm you sorry. Know. You're right. You I mean, know what? I don't want to have uh, station on station uh, violence taking place. There's already been well, enough yeah, of that. You know, yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? How'd all that stuff pan out? Uh, I, don't I, don't, know. I don't even know. It just, uh, you know, a little, little Gottlieb Viacho on, uh, you know, uh, social media. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I think it's still going on. I, I have uh, no idea. It. No, um, it was so dumb. Listen. Twitter is professional wrestling. Anybody who takes that crap seriously, uh, you got to get a grip on reality. It's just the way it is. All right. But unfortunately, uh, if you decide to do a cleanse, uh, you'll be uh, critiqued by the media and being uh, called an attention whore. So there's that. Uh, all right. So um, let's let's get into a uh, let's get into uh, somebody who may be lying. Um, 
Enter the room, Brian Flores. Brian Flores, the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, uh, now the assistant linebackers coach. Uh, assistant def- defensive coach. De- de- defensive coach, coach with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he appeared <laughs> on a Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know Real you, Sports. Yeah, I know you guys Uh-oh. want me. I'm not going to do Come the on, impression. Come on, do it. I, I, did this is a ser- I did not ask. But this okay. is a serious topic, and, okay. and, and now yeah. everybody's ears are poked up and all this stuff, and they yeah. want to yeah. know we, where we, we're going. and they We can't know if, do the impression. Yeah. Can't do the we yeah. too they want to know if I'm sitting on a right. rocking chair on a porch right. and all that so, old uh, other stuff. So, so uh, let's, let's just keep it secret. No, are you going to do it? Go well, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't I, I do heard the voice no, go up high. Okay. No. All right. But, um, but let's move on to this story about uh, Brian Flores and uh, and Brian Gumbel. Uh, Flores was um, uh, on the interview with his lawyer uh, talking about the situation with the Miami Dolphins. And then uh, something came up called a non-disparagement agreement, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, a parting of the ways and a separation agreement that the Miami Dolphins had on the table for him. And here was the conversation on Real Sports. Uh, the other voice you hear here that jumps in talking about the amount of money that he was offered was his lawyer. This is how it sounded. I was surprised to learn that when you were let go by the Dolphins, um, that you were asked to sign an NDA, a non-disparagement agreement. Um, and you declined. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you know, just signing that you know separation agreement would have um, really silenced me. How much? How much money did you wind up leaving on the table by by choosing to not sign that agreement? Uh, a, a lot. A good, a good a amount lot. of money. A lot. A lot of money. What's a good it, amount? It was millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. It was tears of his contract. And to Coach Flores' credit, you know, he wasn't going to sign that because he wanted. It wasn't about the money. If it was about the money, he would have signed it. What he did instead was he filed this lawsuit so that he could help other coaches now and in the, and in the future. Yeah. Uh, so the Dolphins uh, responded to that and denied it, uh, you know, emphatically and said uh, it's a categorically false, et cetera, et cetera. Then Brian Flores' legal team posted uh, a screenshot of the document, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so, so this is where we're at with this whole conversation. Uh, Brady, you are uh, you know a hell of a lot more about the uh, this stuff and can break down the uh, language well, on all this. What are you trying to say? Uh, well, cause I, I, listen, this is far beyond my comprehension. I'm confused. I think somebody's lying. Lying here, I, I think I have an idea who it is, but um, you know uh, the BQ uh, lawyer here with us, uh, the BQ law firm, uh, here to explain it away. Excited for this, yeah. I'll just say this very simply, and and, and I'm lo- I'm sure Lavar can speak to this too from doing contracts and, and even just doing business. Okay, uh, standard termination language will have non-disclosure agreements within them. There'll be every clauses last one within of them. them. Every last every one last one of them. Every last one of them. Okay, these NIL deals that these college athletes are signing will have NDAs in them, meaning once that deal is over working with a student athlete, they can't disclose some of the you know, things that were going on behind the scenes. It's not always meant to silence people. It's just a business practice. Okay. It allows that organization, the people working, to be protected and their privacy protected from some of the things that employee, that client, may have come to know through that period of time working with them. This is standard termination language within any contract. And so here is the crux of the entire issue with Brian Flores and his attorneys. If it is standard 
which it is in the NFL, and I reached out to a couple of separate sources who literally responded back flabbergasted that this lawsuit is trying to claim that this is the NDA. This is the non-disclosure agreement. If this was what they were referring to, it's laughable. I'll say that again. It's laughable. Because if it's in every contract for every coach that gets fired, then how is that racist, which is the entire point of the class action lawsuit? If this whole thing was about racism, and this is one of those instances of them trying to silence him for even the bribery charges that he's brought against Stephen Ross, Brian Flores and his attorneys better buckle up because they're going to have a bumpy, bumpy ride ahead when you're talking about something that is standard amongst any contract with any head coach, probably even other employees and other coaches within the NFL. And again, LeVar, I'll lean on you here too, not just to have me coming from this angle. That is standard in the business world. It is. When you assign a contract and then you decide to go separate ways, that's always going to be a clause or some language within that contract, that termination uh, agreement. And that's how you get the rest of your, your money from the contract. So they're not – like the way it sounded, and maybe maybe that's just my interpretation, it sounded as though they were offered money to sign the, the NDA um, the separation, you know, agreement. When you sign separation agreements, that's basically you signing saying, "Okay, you're you're paying me the rest of my contract or the or the rest of my owed monies, and in, in this contract, and and this is basically us saying, you know, we're done with one another. We're going in in different directions, and and you kind of agree to it. I would say, I guess his, you know, the con, con, the contingency of of what uh, Flores and his 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 legal fella is saying is basically we're not I'd rather not even take the rest of my guaranteed money that was within the contract and signing this this paper this this like basically your your separation agreement and and I want to be able to take legal action and that's the whole the whole point of it is for these very situations is why they have this in every every legal you know, proceed. It's not a legal proceeding, but the legal part of the paperwork in your contract. That's why they say we have the right to arbitrate first. All those things are are in there, and and so that isn't based off of race, color, or creed. That's that's just standard <laughs> business practice in and, in the business world. And here's how most contracts actually are constructed. Okay, you know this when you sign them, when you agree. To then becoming an employee, whether it's a head coach, assistant coach, or you're joining a company, you better be reading your contract and every clause within it. It's usually stated in the beginning of it. Because like any sort of business agreement, there's always what's called an exit strategy. As far as, hey, how's this thing going to go? A poison pill. things go well? Yeah, a poison (laughs) pill, for example. But how's this thing going to go if things go well or if things go bad? There's going to be language that talks about the interest of both parties involved, whether that's you and your partner, you and another company. You're always going to have, hey, what's our exit strategy? Because if things don't go well, how's this breakup happening? Let's get it on paper together so we don't have to spend money with attorneys after the fact to figure out 
how we're going to go our separate ways if we decide to sell, if we decide that it's not working, our business fails, or in this case, we've got a head coach who I think we've come to an agreement, hey, this isn't working out, let's go our separate ways. That language is usually included within the initial contract. And so to then see a termination agreement, which again, this sort of language is standard, you know, when usually when people talk about non-disclosure agreements, like I see it all the time in the real estate world, they will serve you with a separate non-disclosure agreement. Or if they have an invention or a startup business that they say, hey, Before we've got we something talk. that's... We've got something that's proprietary <laughs> yeah. that we don't want to share with the rest of the world. We'll serve you with what's called a non-disclosure agreement, and that is specifically geared towards that, like that conversation, that correspondence, whatever is said in those meetings or whatever documents are said about that specific subject that you can't share anywhere else in the world. Because if you do, you're liable to get sued by that company, right? Mm-hmm. That's usually how this stuff is done. But when you're talking about employees and employment – it's usually written in there on the way in. And if it's not, there's, there's, if there's a termination agreement like that, it's going to be standard. So again, I go back to my original comment. How is it racist if everyone is, is, if everyone is subject to that same language? And even in the bribery charges, like, okay, so he didn't, so didn't want to sign it because he thinks he's got something else on Stephen Ross in regards to the bribery charges. Okay, let's see it. Like, why, why, you've shown all this other stuff in your lawsuit. Why not show what's out there? Why not put more pressure on from the media? Because right now, their argument looks really flimsy. It's just accusations. Especially when you come out and say, well, we have uh, actual evidence of them uh, offering $100,000. Okay, where's it at? Like, yeah, what is it, like I, I wonder this, and, and again, that I don't... That doesn't mean they don't have uh, it, Well, though. okay, let's, but... Let's but, be clear on all that. All right, but, but here's, here's the question I have. Is there, is the strategy from the Brian Flores team that, hey, let, you know, we can th- put all this stuff out here. We may not ever have to prove it publicly, which is what I think they care a lot about, That's which is the, the bigger PR. point. Now yeah. you're touching on a bigger so, point. So if we never have to prove it publicly and they're just going to settle with us anyways. Then it was wh- about the money. Yeah. So why not Why not go hard in the paint on this knowing that they're ne- if, if they agree that none of this stuff is going to be revealed to the public, then we can but all just. But you don't just... know how Flores is going to handle that, though. But, That's the thing. But, but I just wonder if maybe that's the strategy here. We've got a little bit that could be interpreted as evidence, but as long as we don't have to really unveil it to to the to the public and for everybody to see, then the assumption is, oh, they, they must have had something. Otherwise, the NFL hey. wouldn't have settled, similar to the Kaepernick move. Well, I'll, well, all I'll say to you guys is this. Brian Flores and his legal team, they better have something because we haven't seen anything substantive like yet. And they better have something because when the Dolphins released their statement in response to that initial claim about the NDA, this is how that last sentence was concluded. We are fully cooperating with the NFL investigation and look forward to all of the facts coming out, which we are confident will prove that his claims are false and defamatory. Defamatory. Yeah. Now, once you that put means, that language in there, now no, there's going to be another suit that's coming. There's going to be a countersuit yeah. for defamation of character, yeah, which is absolutely. where this goes. Yeah, because if he if have any evidence of this, and I don't think he'll come after Brian Flores, because who you go after is the people with the deeper pockets, and that's probably the attorneys at this point in time. You know, I'm sure Brian Flores has made a good amount from his initial you know years being a head coach, but that law firm is who Stephen Ross is going to go after. 
and he's going to put a defamation, a defamation of character lawsuit with them. That They'll then try to settle, and then he might even go after Brian Flores. So that's where this thing's going to get really ugly because you've got an owner who I don't think gives two craps about anything given his age that feels like this guy's been putting me out there through the ringer and I really haven't had a chance to defend myself and he's going on talk shows and saying all this stuff. Look out if Brian Flores doesn't have any sort of damning information because it could get ugly for him and his attorneys. Oh, man. Jonas, you touched, before we go to break, you touched on the biggest point of it all. If there comes to a point where they say they are willing to settle and Brian Flores does not settle and wants to continue on with the lawsuit, that's where you'll know. That's when you're going to know. If he takes the settlement, there's no way anybody can say that this is justification for what he did. If he if he continues to fight it so that all of the information, because this is what it's based off of, because right. even in the Brian Gumbel interview, the lawyer said we were offered this amount of money and it was in millions. So it's not about the money. It's about what, what he's standing for. Then if that's what you're standing for, then you'd have to assume that you don't want a settlement unless that settlement includes the explanation of why you're settling. If it's about what which will never touch the light of day, as yeah, Brady mentioned. If it's about what you're standing for, then why did you complain when Lovey Smith got hired? Like, like again, so yeah, like that—that's where there's just there's holes all the way through this. But you know, got to got to be careful because uh, if you take this side of the, uh, the stance, you know, you know how that goes. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm not taking any side of a, <laughs> I'm not taking any side racist. of a stance. I just want to. I just I'm yeah. interested and I'm curious because if you're standing up for a principle that's bigger than money and it's bigger than yourself, then when that settlement opportunity comes down, you better not settle. Yeah, that's uh, all I'm saying. Don't the, se- the you better not settle. The only thing I wonder about not setting because because he could easily play this thing out and nothing could happen from it and Stephen Ross and the Dolphins could still win the only thing that I think the any NFL team by the way will feel pressure from this hence the Washington Commanders is by being able to discover a lot within discovery right once once they get to a point where they start looking at all this stuff it might not be this that comes out where Brian Flores is able to win his case, but there might be other things that come out that the Dolphins don't want to share and don't want it to be public, whatever that may be, right? It could be what's happened with the Dallas Cowboys that the NFL has now said, hey, we're not going to investigate that. When you had some guy who was filming the cheerleaders changing and then they settled you know, that, <laughs> that lawsuit or that issue for, what, $2 bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. There could be those sorts of things that come out that we weren't privy to that now come out to the light of day because they're a part of discovery and the, and the process of basically finding out this information. So I, yeah. that's that's where I think they could still not win, but yet they could still say, hey, you know, we found out all this other stuff and that's why we're going to settle. It's but, not he doesn't about have the to, but he does not have to let them settle. That's the yeah. thing. He, he has to accept the, that settlement. Well, I almost wonder if him taking a job – Almost like what does that tell you? What does that I, mean? I mean, I, it's this is a longer conversation. I know we got a break. Yeah, it's a, let's I mean, uh, we'll, we'll pick it up. There's, there's a whole lot, lot of questions and, and a lot of discussion to it for certain. Coming up next, uh, there's uh, people that are outraged by something that went down in the world of sports. It's got a gambling angle, and people may be suing, and they are pissed off about the money involved. You included. We'll get into that for you next year. It's in case you missed it right here, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong 
podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, uh, there's a player in the NFL who's using a similar strategy with his current team that a former teammate used. We will discuss that here on FSR. Uh, before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap, to find out what the hell's going on. You guys, in case you miss it, Medina Spirit has been disqualified as the winner of the Churchill Downs, and and now uh, nearly two dozen betters have filed a class action lawsuit, not only against Churchill Downs, but against Bob Baffert, including one better who placed $1,000 on the second runner-up, Amanda Loon. Now, he would have been in uh, in position to win over a million dollars in winnings. Wow. So he's looking for uh, damages on a this. A million dollars. So, uh, I, I'm sorry. They're not making any money off this. Um, I mean, this, ha- this has happened in other sports. Oh, wow. Medina Spirit. Oh. Let me see. Um, is a spirit, right? Um, it is a spirit. Oh, you mean that corpse? Oh, wow. Okay, I was just wondering. Uh, so this is what we're doing now. All right, is fair a, enough. Is a horse a corpse? Uh, well, I don't think that's what, a horse. What, what, what do you consider? There's been lawsuits ca- against dead people or their estate. That's happened before. Yeah. Oh, all the time. People. Yeah. All right, this uh, this horse who was on the gas, uh, who uh, won a Kentucky Derby. Man, I mean, why, come on, are, man. Why are you defaming this this horse, man? The horse ate hay that, that had steroids in it, or whatever it was called. Yeah. Steroids, yeah. Dang. You know, like what do you uh, what do you want? I thought it was because the, uh, the the caretaker had taken some cough medicine. Wasn't oh. that the initial explanation? <laughs> and then urinated and then on the urinated hay. on the hay, and yeah. the hay was eaten, and it got in the horse's system. <laughs> Wasn't that Bob Baffert's initial? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> initial claim. I mean, I find that to be kind of believable. <laughs> Especially that the horse was like, mm, this hay tastes better than that hay over there. I think I'll get this. Here's the thing, though. If you're gonna, if you're, spinach, if you're gonna go back <laughs> retroactively and and try and get your money back because you bet on a horse that you know lost to a horse that was on the gas, then what are we doing for anybody to bet on the Tour de France all those years? Are they now gonna go back and start you know uh, trying to get money back to, since they gambled on something and Lance Armstrong won the every home race? Run derby. The home run yeah, derby, yeah, like, and Sammy Sosa, yeah. uh, or the entire. 1998 season in Major League Baseball. Are we going to bet on it or go back and try and get money back in every Cubs Cardinals game? Like, come on, man. What are we talking about Jeez. here? Not saying that those guys were on anything. Just, you know, it, just an example. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Balco. Juice. What Sauce. else you got, Lee? You guys, in case you missed it, the morning after podcast has dropped. So we have heard from Matthew and Kelly Stafford addressing the situation Ooh, with the photographer who fell off stage, saying they have been in contact, texting, and showing remorse. Matthew show- said that he uh, wished he had a better reaction in the moments. You think? Yeah. That's, that's like, hey, by the way, 
This is so appropriate as far as it being the Monday what, a mo- morning after podcast. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. A Monday morning quarterback is, yeah, I wish I would have had a different reaction when I threw that pick. Yeah, unfortunately, like, yeah, it, it happened. Like right. that, it's almost like that's how he's looking at this. Like, yeah, I threw a pick. Yeah, I wish I would have had a different reaction on that play, but I threw it into coverage. My the, bad. The more they say, the more culpability you know that they have in this. That's all I'm saying. Did, yeah. you, did you see the stuff they said about going to Disneyland or Disney World? And taking her to Disneyland. Land, oh, come yeah, on. Like, you know where okay. Disney World's in her whatever. wheelchair. Who yeah. cares? The real thing. Um, but they uh, they were talking right. about how yes, out there how Southern Disney. California. They were talking about how Disney. Uh, man, it's a great place, Disneyland. but when you're hungover or still drunk yeah, from the night great. before and you have kids, uh, it's not so fun to be there. It's like, could hmm. could you try and make yourself any more unlikable than we just won a Super Bowl? But God, what a, what a chore we had to go to Disneyland afterwards. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, and these they just continue to uh, to roll I was through. I'm planning but... on going to Disneyland myself oh. this weekend. <laughs> just go to California Adventure. You can drink there. Oh, it's better yeah. Disneyland. I'm just saying, you know, have a little fun. And drink. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com, and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 